Episode 5 of Rose and Dagger Podcast. Had the pleasure of speaking to my new friend, Tony Logan. He's a Florida boy tattooing out of Kentucky. Uh, we discussed the, the state of tattooing, his style of tattooing, which is bold, traditional, and meant to last tattooing. Also, I was fortunate enough to discuss his good friend, Zeke Owen, who is unfortunately no longer with us. But uh, with the aid of Tony and stories that he carries, we're able to uh, pass on Zeke's memory and the stories that Tony was able to obtain over the years with their close friendship. So I was honored to be able to hear these stories and share them with you guys. So I really hope you enjoy. Hey man, how's it going? Pretty good, man. How about you? Um, considering what's going on in the world, not too bad, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I'd say the same thing, man. How are you keeping? How are you keeping busy these days? Uh, you know, paint here and there, fucking watch TV, and try and figure out shit to do around the house. You know. Yeah, I've, I've seen some of the. <laughs> not like I've seen some of the paintings you're doing with your buddy there. The ones you're the one that you were sending me the other night. They're looking pretty clean. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. My buddy Jack, yeah, we're doing like we're gonna put out this book probably sometime around the end of the year. Oh, awesome, man. Well thanks for Yeah. Uh, thanks for uh chatting with me. I mean, even Fuck though yeah, I, man. I, I know everybody a lot of people have lots of time right now, but uh but uh but thank you for uh giving me the opportunity to speak with you. I really uh really appreciate it and I really uh really enjoy your work. So, dude, thank you, man. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm fucking humbled. You know, like I, I, I ain't really shit. You know what I mean? Like whatever. I, I would have, I would have done it either way. You know what I'm awesome. saying? Like it don't, it don't make a difference to me. Thanks a lot, man. Well, where do you, where, where yeah. do you rest your head these days? I know you spend a lot of time in Florida. Is, is that where your, uh, your main? Uh... That's what, that's where I'm from. I'm from, I'm from Miami, but now I'm, I'm tattooing up in Kentucky and. Yeah. uh in Madisonville, at uh, this place called Mainstream Body Art. Okay. It's got a, it's got a, it's got a interesting name, but uh, you know, the, it stays busy, man. We, I've, I've never worked at a busier shop. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. Good, yeah, dude. Good crew in there. Fucking good. Yeah, yeah. We got uh, my, one, my good friend, uh, his dirtbag Jack, Jack Hinton. Yeah. Um, and this guy Chris B. And uh, dude, we we do our thing, man. We nonstop. Yeah. Never worked at a shop like that, you yeah. know, where it's been as nonstop as it is up here. And I would think, you know, like since in the middle of nowhere, you know what I mean, it, it would be a little slower. But I guess small towns are where it's at, you know. Yeah. You like? I see you like to travel quite a bit. You you do a lot of guest spots, do you? Yeah. Well. I'm I'm kind of up in the air about the fucking guest spot thing, man. Like I'm not like really a big guest spotter. Like if I have a a a, a friend or something like that that owns a shop, you know, uh, I'll I'll go hang out and if yeah. there's work, there's work. You know what I mean? But I'm not I'm not much of a let me go guest spot here, guest spot there, yeah. and you know what I mean? Like I I like to I like to you know I only really I only really fuck with my friends. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't, I don't sure. really like. You know, I'm I'm kind of like you know I like to I like to keep to myself. You know. No, I totally get that, man. Just go visit your buddies, and if there's some shit to do, then fucking get on it. But 
Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So, what's, uh, what got you into tattooing? Like, when did tattoo tattoos hit your radar that kind of got you interested in them? Like, man, I got my I got my first tattoo by uh, Emerson Forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, he makes hatchback uh, the hatchback irons. Yeah, way like a long time ago. I can't even remember what year it was, and uh, probably like in the early two thousands. And then, um, dude, I fell in love like the second. The second the fucking needle touched my skin, I was like, what the fuck, man? This is crazy. I, never, I It was just magic, you know? It was yeah. magic. It's still magical for me, you know? And uh, I just kept getting tattooed, kept getting tattooed, and, and I started tattooing all the kids in the neighborhood, which is, you know, that's not the right thing to do. <laughs> and uh, But I eventually got an apprenticeship, you know? And, um, man, I've been just fucking grinding at it ever since, you know? It's been it's been crazy ride, you know. So it was. Wasn't I, don't, too... I don't even know how I how I ended up, you know, like involved in this shit. I never thought I would be ever ever be able to, you know, do this for a living or be like a professional tattooer or you know even if I was even worthy of it because I, I was never really good at drawing. So yep. you know, I I uh, I acquired that in the in, in the apprenticeship and learned you know the proper way to do things. Man, it's just been great since, you know. So the so the the people that you like your mentors or whoever you apprenticed under was uh was it their style that kind of conformed to like what you do now? Like you do really beautiful, bold, fucking put in their traditional tattoos. Like those those things are gonna fucking they're gonna look good fucking fifty years from now. A hundred percent. A hundred percent, man. I feel like uh I feel like you know, coming up with a, a background in American traditional and learning the, the proper way to do things and the, the that there is a right and there is a wrong to do shit, um, I feel like that that definitely fucking that definitely gave me you know the the I don't know how to say like the I guess the the drive to continue to do the same thing and just search for that fucking perfect tattoo, you know, search for, keep trying to get that perfect tattoo. You never get it. You know what I mean? But it, it, it is what it is. <laughs> Stay beat myself up over everything I do. But, uh, you know, I, I feel like, uh, learning the history behind tattooing and learning all that, that, you know, that good stuff has definitely, definitely brought me into, you know, being the person I am today, you know, and developing a huge amount of respect for what I do. Versus, like, you know, like, if I had just probably continued without an apprenticeship, I probably wouldn't give a shit about this, you know? But sure. learning learning all that, that, that stuff, man, it really, really fucking set, like, a good foundation, you know? Oh, man, your your work's really clean and uh, really bold, and it, it stands out. It's, it's really nice stuff, man. And you can just tell that, like, it's going to look good. Like, those old sailors with the anchors and fucking eagles and shit that's what yours is going to look like it's just still going to be in there even probably even better it's going to be sitting in there that's that's what i that's what i strive for man you know i i you know i when i'm tattooing i think about fucking 20 30 years 40 years down the line not just fucking five years if it's going to look like shit in five years i won't even do it you know i'm I'm over overdoing like 
the shit that people walk in and they're like, oh, I want this, you know, and then you already know it's going to look like shit in like a month, you know, so there's no, there's no point in fucking putting your name out there like that, you know, so taking that, a little pride in what you do, you know. Yeah, for sure, man. So with that said, is it is it something you stick more to, the traditional or like, because I mean, for me personally, like, I, it's it's kind of what drew me to tattooing was the stuff that I would see it at the Jerry Swallow shop, those fucking classic designs that you know are always going to look oh, good, yeah. but you know if people come into your shop and are probably asking you for like 10, 10 pounds of shit in a five-pound bag that you really don't want to give them. Is, is, is that the style yeah. you kind of, to just gravitate more to? or? Yeah, I, well, I try and, well, what I usually do is if somebody comes in with an idea, man, uh, I just fucking draw like a traditional image up you know instead of giving them exactly what they want mm -hmm. you know off the rip you know what i mean so that way they have like the option they look at you and i'd say up here like 95 percent of the time people jump on it you know what i mean they're like oh man that looks great you know that's awesome you know versus just fucking taking google image and and, and tattooing that on them you know if you put like fucking an extra five ten minutes of effort into it and you usually i usually end up doing a fucking cool tattoo you know i mean that's not always the case but yeah. for most of the time you know well i mean like you said people, you're, people you're, i know friends of mine they live in small towns like you said you're where you're at and they they just kind of take whatever comes in the door which but sometimes they kind of regret some of the stuff that they do they'll be like hey you know i did this today and fucking i just hated yeah 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 that happens man i've lost sleep over so many fucking tattoos that i've done i couldn't even tell you how many that I've, I've been up all night like man i can't believe i fucking did that you know and uh you know so just i take everything as a learning experience you know and uh and it's hard for me to learn through other people i have to learn with my own mistakes you know and 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 even then, sometimes I don't fucking learn. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing I, I've kind of been asking the people I've been speaking to is how, how you feel about the state of tattooing. I mean, you, you've been tattooing for a while now, and from when you started, how do you feel that it's – because, I mean, like everyone, every soccer mom, and it's kind of mm -hmm. lost – it's kind of lost, like, the, the mystique about it. Like, you were kind of almost like a rebel if you had a tattoo, and now it's – which is great, I guess, for you guys for business. But I know for me, someone who, when I started getting them, I'm like, I thought it was great. No one else. I looked different. I felt kind of like, you know, almost like an outsider. And it, I kind of enjoyed it. But uh, how, how do you right. feel about the uh, the state of where it's at now? I feel like, uh, I feel like, like for me, I have, I have times where, like, I get real agitated about, you know, like, everything that's going on as far as like, you know, like the, 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 I guess the, like the TV shows and the, you know, and, and, and it being so accepted now, but at the same time, man, it's like, you know, it's good for my pocket, <laughs> no doubt. It's good for my pocket, but, but, uh, I don't know, man, like, you know, I'm just fucking, I'm just glad I can do it and, and make somewhat of a living, you know, uh, somewhat of a living at it. I know I know that like a lot of the iPad and, and the iPads have come in and, and I don't use the iPad. I, I can't figure it out. <laughs> and uh you know a lot of that shit is like I see a lot of people painting with the iPad yep. you know or, or 
making like digital images instead of painting, uh, you know, on paper more now. Um, that kind of that kind of that kind of gets under my skin sometimes. Yeah. Like, dude, and and like I see, I watch what they do on the iPads, and it makes it so fucking stupid, simple, easy. And it's yeah. like, man, I spent so many years trying to fucking put together good line drawings and throwing away line drawings because I fucked it up. And these guys are just tapping on the screen twice, and yeah. and. <laughs> And it's, it's, dude, it's, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. But I feel like it's, it's just going to keep evolving, you know? It's just going to keep evolving. You got to, like, keep up with the times and keep up with everything to make sure, you know, like, there's, there's, there's dudes tattooing that have been only tattooing for, like, a year or two, and they're putting out fucking crazy better work than I am, you know? And, dude, good for them, man. And, you know, I'm all about people learning and, and, and getting better at this and fucking putting out good tattoos, man. But I, I, I it can get a little frustrating. <laughs> I'm wondering yeah. if uh, if this whole lockdown here, you see a lot of guys, especially posting on social media, are doing a lot more painting that maybe they freed up, obviously freed up their time, and you're seeing them busting out these paintings in a few days, and maybe it's something they haven't done in a while because because they are so busy, which you know you can totally understand. But it's kind of cool seeing guys who don't post a lot of like their drawings or paintings, and it's. Uh, I think a yeah. lot of people in, yeah, in your yeah. guys' trade is going to yeah. come out of this with like a fucking oodles of flash and paintings to sell or new tattoo ideas. Yeah, man. So. Me and Jack, we're going to put together this fucking book right before all this shit went down. We had maybe like 25, 30 sheets already done, you know, and, and I was like, fuck, man, now all these guys are home and they're all going to be fucking painting and, and <laughs> everybody's going to put out a fucking book now. <laughs> Whatever, man. It's good, though. I like seeing everything, you know. I get to screenshot everybody's shit and rip them off. And, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's good, man. No, I'm, I'm really, it's really, it's it's really cool to see, like, how many, like, my buddy Rodrigo, uh, Rodrigo Canteras, he's been fucking painting, like, one giant image every day yeah. for the past, like, I don't even know. He's, I think he's on, like, day 10 now, <laughs> and they've all been fucking beautiful, bro. Like, yeah. I, it's really, it's, it's good to see that other people are painting more and it's good. To, it's, it's inspiring. You know, it's like, man, I see something that I really like and I'm like, fuck man, I, I, I need to, you know, I need to step my game up, you yeah. know? It's almost like friendly competition. Kind of like it's a hundred percent. Like this guy's doing this. Man. I need to, I need to fucking step up and do this. I mean, I, th I don't think there's anything wrong with that. A little healthy, friendly competition. Absolutely not, man. I think that's what's, probably driven a lot of my careers watching people do fucking amazing things and beating myself over the head trying to do something something that's nice or nicer or you know what i mean and and it's all love you know what i mean like all these guys i love all these guys you know like all my buddies that 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 do this stuff and it's it's very it's it's, it's super cool man it's super cool to fucking see you know all this stuff online now with you know the exception of what's fucking going on, you know, it's, yeah. it's cool that it brought this out of a lot of people, you know. Do you think, uh, you think the tattoo world will uh, maybe hurt a little bit or stumble a little bit when we come out of this? Because I mean, people aren't coming out of this with full pockets of money to to go get tattooed. I mean, yeah. So my wor my worry is is that uh, a lot of people are going to do like a lot of tattoos for. A lot less than what they used to be charging because yeah. they're so fucking broke after all of this, and uh, you know, and then kind of water down the business even more than what it is. You know, yeah. there's only so much, so much food in the pot. You know what I mean? And, 
and when people are fucking undercutting and, and do people do wild things when they're fucking desperate. And I understand, you know, I understand why people do it, but uh, I will not be one of those people. I, I feel like, if anything, we should be all be raising our minimums. We should all yeah. be fucking, we should all be, you know, trying to make more money doing this because the cost of living is going up. And, uh, you know, so if you notice, man, if you go to the store, a fucking one of those one of those 12 ounce sodas used to be fucking a dollar. And now they're like fucking two dollars, yeah, you know, but everything goes up except for tattooing. You know what I mean? Tattooing either goes, we either drop our prices and and undercut the next guy, or it stays the same. You yeah. know, we need to be going up more with the cost of living. You know, and I think with this virus going around, I think a lot of people are going to be doing a lot of uh, you know desperate things. You know what I mean? Yeah. And let's, you know, I, I honestly I can't blame them, but I'm not going to be happy about it. You know? Yeah. Let's let's hope it doesn't come to that, and shit just kind of hopefully pans out nicely for everyone and the the world gets back on track let's and everyone's happy and healthy so um yeah man so a big part of me doing this podcast was i've i've been into tattooing my entire life like i've been around it i i met some really cool people i got to chat with some like newer artists apprentices guys who've been doing it since the fucking coming of christ i mean and talk to guys like yourself like it's it's been really humbling, like the uh, support I've been getting from uh, guys and girls. Like it's, the, the, I think the stigma of like the biker with smoking the cigarette while you're getting a tattoo is kind of kind of dead, in in some ways. Mm-hmm. And it's it, it's like I was saying earlier, like it kind kind of loses the the mystique of it, like the rebel aspect of it. But it's nice too because it brings people with face tattoos and head tattoos and people who look like they're freaking carnival folk and stuff like you know who are like fully tattooed and people wouldn't give them a second glance now i got old ladies in the grocery store telling me they love my rock of ages tattoo on the back of my head and it's kind of cool that people can enjoy it so the big part of me doing this was talking to people like you who i respect really respect their work and kind of staying true to the, the style that i like myself and i mean obviously I'd be crazy to not to speak to you and not talk about Zeke. I mean, of course, yeah. I had, I had the pleasure yeah. of living up the road from. For me, was the coolest tattoo shop in the fucking world, Sailor Jerry Swallow Shop. That was the coolest place. Mm-hmm. And guys like that. And when I started following your work, and I mean, nowadays nobody buys tattoo magazines. I used to buy them in fucking drones and have stacks of them. And now we use social media. It's just the way you know we're, we're going with those times and and i came across your work and i'm like man this shit's fucking good like he must have had a good basis he must have had good people and then i mean i always used to watch all those old documentaries from the you know 60s and 70s of fucking like talking about tony Polito and and and, uh-huh. Ze- and and zeke and i i seen you guys had a very close friendship uh yeah i mean you were right with them. Uh, they don't. They don't. They don't make people like Zeke anymore, man. That's 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 the truth, bro. Zeke was my heart, man. He was my tattoo dad. How and did, uh, how did you two I, hook I, up? You know, how did you two? Uh, well, meet? 
Well, Zeke was Zeke was at the Miami convention, like I don't know, like maybe like ten years ago or some nine years ago, mm-hmm. and uh, and dude, I didn't know my head from my ass. I knew I knew I knew who Zeke was just because I had watched that document, that Sailor Jerry documentary or whatever, and, yeah. and like I'd seen some of his sheets, you know, and his, his stuff was always so fucking clean for the time that he uh, that he was doing it. Like in the like in the sixties, I've seen some sheets from the sixties that just fucking blow my mind. Like, wow, I can't believe somebody was making such cool, fucking beautiful designs on paper, you know, and 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 on and on skin, you know, like at that time, you know. And uh, well, whatever. So I fucking I saw I saw Zeke, and he was with Book, and um, at Book, I guess had picked him up in Texas, and uh, and started taking him around and. You know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good friends with Boog, and I was talking to Boog, and I was like, what the fuck are you doing with Zeke Owen? Holy shit, I can't believe it. Let me go talk to this guy. So I talked to him for a little while, and, uh, man, we got along, like, right from the fucking get, bro. Like, me and him saw eye to eye on everything that we were talking about, and he, we just we, we just became friends, you know? And, and he was like, man, I really would like to stay in Miami. You know, and at the time, my mom was real sick, and, uh, and I was staying with her and taking care of her, and so um, my buddy Boris, Boris Bianchi, he was like, we were, we all kind of collectively came together and were like, yeah, we'll figure it out. If you want to stay down here, you know, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out, and so he ended up staying at my buddy Boris's for a couple months, and he stayed over, he kind of floated around in Miami, and then he stayed with me for a while, and, uh, you know, our friendship just grew, and unfortunately, uh, he was, he had already, he had already, the Alzheimer's had already struck him, you know, but it wasn't as bad, it wasn't that bad, mm-hmm. it was, it was just, like, early stages, you know, he'd forget little shit, you know what I mean, like, we were always on his ass about taking his meds and, and shit like that, and, uh, you know, he, uh, dude, we he got along with my fucking mom real well, so we, he stayed with us for a while, and then it got to the point where his Alzheimer's started really. He, he started taking a uh, he started taking a downward spiral, and that Alzheimer's really started fucking hitting him. And so I, I hit up my buddy Ken uh, Ken Cameron, and uh, we tried to figure out what the fuck to do. And he stayed with Ken, and then Ken got him with his family. So that was kind of like what happened, and then. Dude, after after that, I, I had he man. There was like something happened where he was at his house or at, at uh, Doug's his son Doug's house, and uh, and I think he was like making a grilled cheese or something. I, I heard this story third person. I'm not sure if it's like how like what, but whatever. So fucking, I think he might have forgotten it and 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 forgot that he was making a grilled cheese, and it, and it really like he almost burnt the fucking house down. So he started needing like 24-hour care. So they they put him in this facility, and um, the facility, uh, you know, it wasn't the greatest facility. It wasn't the worst, but it wasn't the greatest. And he didn't really get like a ton of visitors, and you know, it was it was very, it was real sad, you know. Uh, so I, I started. I, he he was like about like maybe like it's like a four or five hour drive from Miami. And I drove up there like at least two times, three times a month, you know, hung out for a couple of days and then drove back, you know, and, and, uh, you know, I just couldn't, I couldn't let him go. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Friendships are, uh, friendships are like the real true friendships are hard to, hard to let go. Did, uh, 
when in your earlier days when you you guys met, did uh, I mean obviously probably and being in newer to the the tattooing and knowing who he is, did you find you learned anything from him? Like, was he good at? Oh my god! Like I, I was thinking, I, and all I, I could think of was like, what would he? What would he tell you? Would he? Would he be on more on the, the technical side, or was it just a vocal thing, like giving you advice, or? Man, he had so much fucking. He was so ahead of his time. He had so much knowledge and so so much in his head, you know that like, dude. He everything that guy said was fucking gold to me. He could he could say some wild shit, and then I wouldn't understand what he said. But then, like years later, I'll be thinking about it, and I'll be like, holy shit. He told me to do this this way fucking nine years ago, you know what I mean? And now I'm just fucking understanding why he said it, you know? Like, he was just so intelligent and, and so ahead of his time, you know? Uh, there was so much I learned from that guy. Respect, history, uh, tricks, you know? Like, there's one thing that he, he, he always said was, uh, you know, like, when you do a clipper ship, you do seven birds for the seven seas, and, um, you know, it's good luck, too, you know, and, and, you know, that was, like, to me, that was, like, little things like that, man, is what, like, really fucking gets me going, you know, I love hearing, like, little, little thing, things behind the tattoos that they all used to do back in the day, and if you don't do it this way, it's fucking wrong, and, <laughs> you know, and it's, I'm always trying to figure out, like, the correct way of doing something, you know? Yeah. Oh, man, that must have been a, an education in itself, just spending time with him. And uh, do you find a lot of lot of the stuff he's taught you or sp- even maybe even just spoke to you about just shooting the shit, do you find it's kind of spilled over into your into your tattooing? Definitely, man, definitely. I always... Uh... Whenever the first, whenever I, whenever someone wants to get a traditional tattoo from me, or somebody hits me up about a tattoo, I always go back and look at his reference, like all of his reference, and now I, I always reference him first. And if I can't find something he did, I find something similar. You know, I, I, uh, I, I feel like, you know, having, having him in my life, and and and, and learning what I did, I feel like an like an obligation to carry the torch, you know, and, and keep his name alive. And, and, uh, you know, just everything he's taught me, you know, I, I, I try and use it every day or use, I talk about him at least once a day with somebody, yeah. you know, he's always brought up, you know, he's never, he never, he, he's, his, as long as I'm alive, man, people are still going to be talking about Zeke and people are still going to be seeing shit that they never saw. And I'll be digging and, and trying to find more stuff, you know, that I can fucking put out there and, and, and show, you know, people, you know, like who he really was, you know what I mean? Cause Zeke was a traveler dude and he always was traveling around and no one really got to spend that much time with him. You know what I mean? There wasn't like a lot of people that spent a ton of time with him, you know? So he's very, he's a very mysterious dude, you know? And, uh, I always try and find, Dude, I, I get super excited when someone sends me something, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I've never seen this before!" You know, I gotta, I gotta show everybody. You know, like, dude, he's one of a kind, man. Yeah, I mean, even on your, uh, you have just so when people listen to this podcast, that on your uh, Instagram, you have the link to a, a little a short documentary on him. And oh yeah, it's fucking cool, man. I watched, I've, I've seen it before, but I watched it again yesterday, and man. 
He was yeah, he was a pretty fucking sharp looking dude, man. The fucking hair and the the beard and and he just he looked like what a, for he me looked, he looked like what a tattooer when I think of what a tattooer would look like from from my mind when I was a kid he was like the guy like he was the man yeah he, he was, was the man he had these fucking knuckles these these fists that were like cinder blocks they were huge even in his older age like if that guy hit you on your arm <laughs> you would fucking feel it that guy was a bad fucking ass bro that guy was bad as fuck he was a tough motherfucker man and I got he fought s- all the way to- I gotta say, from uh, from it, it seemed like uh, you were right there, right till the end, and it was kind of really cool because, like, for myself, I, I've made some good friendships through tattooing. Just being tattooed, I got people I speak to all the time, and it's it's fantastic. And even corresponding with you has been fucking awesome, man. We're sharing pictures back and forth, and and tattoo memorabilia and whatnot. And it's 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 you meet some really interesting people, and I've met some of the the fucking coolest guys and girls through it and uh it was really cool to see you with them right up till the end just like family and it was uh tattooing aside it was just you could tell it was just a pure like a real friendship not some fucking it wasn't yeah. it wasn't fake yeah it was, it was awesome 100 percent, man a lot of these guys they wanted to fucking take pictures with them and they just wanted to be you know like so, like, I guess to have some shit on their fucking tattoo resume or whatever the fuck, but that guy was just such a fucking good dude, and he wanted what was best for tattooing at all times, you know, and I try and fucking, I try and carry that, you know what I mean? Like, I I, I took a lot of that from him, and, uh, you know, he, he, he fucking, he did so much for this business that a lot of people don't even fucking know, like, man, he, he was like, one of the first people to start with the gloves. He made tattooing in Guam. Like, you, you weren't allowed to tattoo in Guam. Zeke fucking... Zeke made that shit, man. You know, like... Dude, there's so much. Like, with the sterilization and 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 all of that. Like, setting a standard and shit like that, man. Zeke fucking... Zeke did so much, you know. It wasn't even really about... I don't know, man. Getting to know that guy... At first, I was a fan, you know. At first, I was just a huge fan. And then... And then it, it became something else, man. It became like he, he was like, he was a family member, you know? He was, he's pretty much my family, you know? And he still is, you know? I still consider him like, like if I got his name tattooed on my face, you know? Like he's, he was, I was, I, I loved him, you know what I mean? Like he was, yeah, and I mean, he loved me too, you know? And it, it was, it was, it was a really good fucking friendship, man. And, and I'll carry that for the rest of my life. Well, from the outside looking in, I mean, based off your tattooing, I mean, you can see that there was an influence there in the sense that, like I said, you can tell that those tattoos are going to look good down the road. It's not going to be, someone's not going to be coming back to you for fucking touch-ups here anytime soon because your tattoos are fucking in there, man. And and I, I, I appreciate, appreciate that because you're one of those younger guys. You're like, you're passing on the legacy of somebody and who's unfortunately uh, not with us anymore, but you're kind of sharing the stories even through something like this. And I'm doing this because I love it. I read about it. I watch fucking documentaries on it nonstop. It's almost a sickness <laughs> at some point. My wife, yeah. my wife, luckily, uh, it's an addiction. yeah, it really is. Cause I just like the people like it's, it's, uh, it's more than just a tattoo for some people. And for me, it's, it's an experience, you know? So anywhere I go, I, I try to, to buy the art. I share art. I get it. I'll buy it and I'll bring it to friends and, 
and whatnot and just just so they can have it and enjoy it if i have something for too long i'll give it to a friend because i want them to enjoy it as much as i did and and uh that's really awesome so it's been really great chatting with you man like over on and off for the last month or so since we've been corresponding and i'd freaking still like to do so anytime i i head down home and i i chat with jerry i'll uh when i take a look at some of his art here soon we're gonna go through some of his old tapes i'll uh take some photos for you and send them to you oh, that'd be awesome man and that'd uh, be so cool man i really he's hope... a great guy yeah he's oh he's the best I, I i i always mention him because i'm very proud where i'm from and it's a very small place and he's kind of brought some notoriety people when you mention him, they go, oh, Pictou County, New Glasgow, Nova Scotia. And really no one gives a fuck about it besides the people that live there. But he kind of made it like put it on the map for for, for something. And, and I would always be peeking in his windows. I would, I, would, I would say that he put fucking Canada on the fucking map. Yeah. Not just your town. Yeah. You no. know what I mean? Like he, he is, when I think of Canadian tattooing, I think of fucking Jerry Swallow, you know, that, that guy is a legend and still putting out fucking beautiful tattoos, you know, perfect yep. tattoos. I let him tattoo and, my head uh, one day right after another. <laughs> <laughs> I, I shaved my own head though. He told me, he said to me, he's like, yeah, you don't want me shaving your fucking head. It won't go well. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. He's a great, fucking great dude. So like I said, man, I really appreciate you taking your time and, and I hope, uh, when we all get through this, I'm going to fucking make my way down and my wife and I are going to travel around the States and and add to our collection and meet all the people. And I'll uh, definitely be yeah. making my way down to see you and fucking we'll hang out and do some fucking dude, nice tattoos. It would be an honor, dude. It would be so, an honor, man. So I'm looking forward to seeing what you uh, what you do in the future with your, your paint. I love your paintings. They're fucking they're right up my alley. So. Thank you. I'm, I know all the people that are that are going to listen to this or just thinking the same thing about how clean your work is. And, uh, we looking, f we're looking forward to seeing what you do in the future. And I hope you stay safe during these, uh, uncertain times that we got going on here. So it was really a pleasure to speak with you, man. I appreciate you. Likewise, man, you stay safe too, bud. And we'll, uh, we'll talk soon, man. Yeah. Love and respect, brother. Yeah. Same buddy. Cheers, man. All right, brother. Take care. That's episode 5 of Rose and Dagger Podcast. I truly hope everybody enjoyed. It was certainly a pleasure for myself to get to speak to Tony and discuss his work and for him to bless us with uh, the stories that he that he has. If you head over to his Instagram page, you can find a link that brings you to a documentary on Zeke Owen. I highly recommend you check it out. And I hope you tune in for episode 6 coming shortly.